Welcome to Parish, a podcast brought to you from St. John the Baptist Catholic Church in Clontarf. We reach out to share with you some of our life and activities as we celebrate our faith and strive to encounter the Lord. We invite you to discover with us how faith is very much alive in our community. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the Lectio Divina prayer group. And we are here with Paul, who's a member of that group and is going to tell us a little bit more about the group, about Lectio Divina in general as well, and, and uh, what is his experience with praying with the Bible. Um, so welcome, Paul. You're most welcome to our podcast. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, I'm looking forward to expressing the views, my views, and hopefully other people's views as to how they find the prayer group going. Great. Let's start by talking a little bit about this group. What is the Lectio Divina group? And how did it come about? Well, it came about from the parish pastoral council reviewing how they could add activity, uh, interest and prayer was one of the subjects that came up as something that we could do better. And a number of people raised it. So we decided to form a prayer group. And in this time with the COVID virus, about people were not seeing each other face to face. So we decided to do the format on Zoom, which was really interesting. Um, And it was very enjoyable to start it on Zoom. It's amazing, absolutely amazing how you can have 12, 15 people on Zoom praying in a a format. And if I could explain the format to you, it'll, it'll help a little bit. What we do is we take the reading for, for example, this coming Sunday. And it's a Thursday before the, that we have our meetings and it's one hour and it's fairly well-timed, one hour. So it's not a lot of time, but it's very precious time. And what we do is we take that reading, it's read out three times. Mm. And that seems a lot, but actually it's read out and people have an opportunity to wait and, and think about it before they respond. And then they're asked about one word that struck them, that meant something, that touched them in some way. And it's very interesting because people come out with different experiences and different views, but it's lovely. It opens up the Bible in a, a fashion that people can express where they're coming from and what it means to them. When you go on to Mass on Sunday, and I'm sure most people do find that they hear the reading for the first time and are trying to listen to the priest, listen to the reading, get their mind around it. But having the opportunity to pray before on, and or to listen to the reading before and to discuss and consult each other and talk about it is fantastic because when you arrive on Sunday for Mass, it's even more enjoyable because you're interested to hear having, and the priest can be at these meetings, not necessarily, but he happens to be at the meetings all the time, Father Martin and Father John. And it's great because you get to hear their sermon based on that. And you're thinking about 
what it meant to you and what it meant to other people. So it's really a very interesting and I would regard very enjoyable one hour that goes really quick. Uh, it's relaxing uh, because you have, say, five minutes to sit and absorb. There's some music played, so you're thinking time. Uh, and when it's read the first time, you give a word and that's all you give. And then it's read a second time. And then you express a little bit more how you feel about uh, what it touched you and how that word touched you or why it touched you. And it's lovely to hear different people's perspectives. And the group is quite, it's amazing. There, it's a bond that it builds up because you know the people who's going to, that are going to express themselves and you're listening uh, for what they've got to say and you're taking it as a, as a different perspective. Are you meeting what, every week? Is it a every, group every week? Every once, week. Once a week for one hour. Did it start by Zoom or is this a group that started before uh, lockdown? Well, for me, it started with Zoom. Uh, and I'd say for most people there, it started on Zoom. But there was a group prior to the lockdown that were meeting and they stopped. So as far as I know, a number of those people are now attending the Zoom meetings. And I could, all I can say to anybody is if you go to Mass on a Sunday and you want to get a better understanding, you really will enjoy this group because it's like-minded people wanting to understand the word of the Lord, wanting to understand what Christ is saying to us and trying to get closer to him. And by the way, it's true. The word of God is the food for our souls. It's our opportunity to spend a bit of time with Jesus present and say something, although he's not directly responding, uh, you feel, you do feel a presence. You feel the Lord is present with the group. And I think that in itself. Well, is he, might, he might be responding uh, through a particular word that you're reading from the Bible or, or through as well what somebody else says in the group, because yeah. the Lord can yeah. speak to us through his words, like in the Bible, or, or as well through other people. So, yeah, uh, that's, that's really interesting. Paul, this is called the Lectio Divina Prayer Group. And we yes. know that Lectio Divina means sacred reading. So I suppose uh, the core, and you, were, you, you started talking about that, is that it's this, there are many different ways of praying, but this particular way of praying is praying with the Bible, Had you ever prayed with the Bible before? When was the first time that you started praying with the Bible? For me, it's a long time ago. I mean, when, when I was at school, I, uh, I was in boarding school, and there was a particular priest there who formed a prayer group. And we used the Bible, and we shared our thoughts uh, and, and the readings. Um, and I suppose over the years of my life, Uh, like I've been to Medjugorje, which I'm sure a lot of people have. And it's amazing to see the people in Medjugorje, how they use the Bible um, to pray. So I, 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 on and off, I've been using the Bible a lot. But I go to Mass on a Sunday to hear the Bible. But it's not, and I mean, I go during the week sometimes as well. But this is a, is a special time because you get together with a group of people, like-minded, trying to, Uh, discuss the current 
up and coming reading and the word of our Lord and get to understand it a little bit better. And it really does add when you arrive on yeah. Sunday. Paul, to be part of this group or to do Lecture Divina, do you need to know about the Bible? Do you need to know a little bit of the background of the Bible or anybody? That's a good question. That's a very good question, Teresa. Uh, In my view, anybody can go and it's an, an absolutely wonderful way to start because you don't have to talk. You don't have to express your view. But if you went and listened, you start to understand a better understanding of what our Lord is trying to say to us and what, what, how, how he is touching us. If you weren't a Christian and you weren't a Catholic and you arrived at this, you'd still find it quite interesting because it's, it's hearing other people, hearing the priest, listening to the word, listening to it a few times, getting time to absorb it in your head uh, and, 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 and hear your thoughts, but other people it'd be able to express your thoughts. You don't have to, as I say, some people actually don't always uh, comment. So you don't have to, you're not there to necessarily comment. You could, you could sit and listen. And I, I can guarantee you, anybody who listens will, will want to do it again, I think. I suppose uh, the Lord speaks to each of us in prayer and through his word. But it's interesting because he speaks different things to different people. And when you hear what somebody else heard in prayer, it is really something different. It's because you learn a lot as well through other people's prayer. So and anybody could do Lectio Divina at home by themselves, but it's a very different experience to do it as a group had, had you prayed as a group before and, and i'm not talking about mass but mm. had you been part of another a uh, prayer group or experience where people shared as well what they what they heard no other than my early days yeah the one you mentioned when i was in school yeah um no i hadn't been to prayer group i mean i've been to prayer in a church in Medjugorje where a group of people would be then and, and on the mountains, but not like this. Um, this for me was new and I didn't know what to expect when I joined. I, 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 I'd hoped it would be a similar experience that I got when I was in school. Believe it or not, that really touched me and I found the meetings extremely powerful. And this does the same it's not it's not quite the same but it does the same it's not done in the same way but it it delivers a very very enjoyable one hour with our lord and a group of other people who are trying to get to know god better you know the opportunity to pray there's two things about it you know you can go to mass and you get to holy communion and you can listen to the word of god but you have to do it on your own and it's very difficult it's difficult on your own because you're not getting the response. So if you share it with other people, it, it becomes a little bit more meaningful. It becomes a little, you get a little bit deeper into it. And I think I'm more conscious now about prayer than I was before this began. So being, um, being part of a group, you think, helps a lot, kind of, hmm. kind of. It's like if the group holds you by the hand and you, you can, you're able to advance more or to deepen into prayer or, or to learn more than if you were doing it by yourself. Is that what you're saying, Paul? Yeah, and I think people would say the same thing. 
that uh, they get a lot out of it. I have, have spoken to one or two people after it. Uh, we were in meet them in the street and we'd be yapping about Thursday's meeting. And they say the same thing. I really, really enjoy that one hour of sharing. Yeah. Paul, I suppose Lecture Divina uh, has kind of a, a certain amount of steps. And I guess you, you started talking about those steps and how you implement those steps here in the group. But I wanted to go a little bit deeper into each of those steps just to see what is your experience with them. So the first step of Lecture Divina is to listen and to read. This first uh, step of listening and reading is it's more like a, like a personal part of that prayer in a sense that everybody is in silence trying to listen to that word. And then the second step is to meditate or to reflect. And I loved that you said that it's read three times and then everybody shares a word. Is there any other sharing at that stage within the group? Yeah, well, maybe I didn't fully go through the steps. So you start off with a, an opening piece of music and a picture and it's reflection. And you listen to that for a few minutes before it kicks off. Uh, there's a chairperson for the meeting. It can be anybody. If you want to do it, you can do it. Uh, there are three different readers, not the one person doing all the reading. So you, you might they might ask for a volunteer um, or you might volunteer to do the readings. You've got the reading in advance because it's sent out to you prior to the meeting. The opening is very gentle. Then uh, the first reading takes place. And after the first reading, you are asked to share one word. But actually, five minutes after, because we sit in contemplation, literally quiet for maybe three or four minutes. And then you have, you're contemplating, looking to see what it's saying to you personally. So it is very personal at the beginning. But... When you start to hear other people, it opens it up a bit different. Let me stop you there, Paul. Is it sure. difficult to sit in silence or was it difficult at the start? Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a little bit uncomfortable when you're sitting there. But you do read through the reading and you are thinking, what, in, what word would I pick out of that and why? And that's what you're, you're getting an opportunity to do. So as you look through it, you'd be amazed that that time is taken up contemplating. Do you find that there is a lot of words that are popping, popping out? Well, what's very interesting is what hits me doesn't hit everybody. But you might find one or two people have picked the same word. But people pick different, different sentences, different words, and they find it might hard to stick to a word. They might say it in a sentence because it's the sentence that's talked to that individual but it is lovely to hear what other people have to say so that is a little bit as well the second step of meditation uh, reflecting i what I, i remember when i heard at first about uh, lectio divina uh, the priest explained to us that we needed to do a little bit like cows do you know that cows um swallow then they unswallow then they chew again, and then they re-swallow. It's, uh, they, they do something that is called ruminating. Uh, and that, that was a little bit what we had to do on the second step uh, of Lectio Divina. We had to kind of chew and chew the word and chew it again, just to, as the cows do, be able to digest it better. 
Is that what you're doing with this uh, when you're all saying these words or, or how does it continue? If you want to tell us a little bit more, how yes. does it go so on? So literally the, after the first reading and the uh, few minutes break, thinking time, you're, you're only saying a word or a sentence and that's all you say, nothing else. So everybody will get an opportunity and people waiting to come in one after another. When all that's done, there's a second reading and the second five minutes of quiet thinking time. And the second time you can see if there was anything else in there that touched you. Uh, you could express a little bit about what it meant for you, the word that you picked or if something else or what somebody else said, you could comment on that on the second reading. And on the third, you do the same again because it's amazing how other people's perspectives might trigger something in your head in relation to how it's hitting you and what our Lord is trying to say. And it's always interesting because people come from a personal perspective when they're talking. And it's interesting to hear what other people got to say. Uh, and sometimes that touches you. Paul, what happens after that? We listen to music. It could be a song or it could be just music and a picture again before we wind down. And when we're winding down, the last thing we might have is if anyone wants to pray for a special intention, they have an opportunity to do it there. And you do get people wanting to pray for individuals who maybe are unwell or expressing India, like, for example, how, how terrible it is in India with the coronavirus and people expressing, asking others to pray with them. So that's a lovely little bit. That's, um, yeah, if we go through the steps of Lecture Divina, like the third step is oratio. So praying, responding to what the prayer uh, told us or, or things that we bring with us in our heart. So it's lovely that you do that. And, and I'm sure that a lot of the things that you were praying come up in that prayer moment yeah. as well. Yeah. I, I, I can't emphasize it enough, Teresa, that if you haven't done it, try it. Because <laughs> it's very interesting. And you know what's nice about it? You're doing it in your own home. So you're in a, in a very relaxed format. Uh, the Zoom way of doing it is actually really nice. So I'm not too sure which way is best. There but, might, uh, it'll there be might interesting be a, for the future. There might be a combination as well. Hebrew yes. way. Yeah. Some people stay yeah. in and some people. Uh, Paul, there is something else within uh, Lecture Divina that is called the contemplatio, a contemplating, resting so the idea of after having listened, meditated, responded, that you rest quietly in God's arms. Mm. Do you do that in the prayer? Is it, what I've seen is that sometimes these steps are not so like in chronological order. And there is sometimes you read, sometimes you reflect, then you, you rest. So they're not kind of one after the other. Sometimes they could be intertwined. Do you think that that's a bit of what you do with the music? Do, do you have that experience of contemplating just resting in prayer. Yeah. Do you, do you have that experience while you pray as well, that sometimes you don't need to be saying anything or you don't need to be thinking or reflecting, you're just resting? Yeah. I mean, if, if you were looking at other people, which you can see everybody on the screen, you, you'll find during the resting period, some people have their eyes closed and you know that their mind is resting, if you say, uh, is, is in their own thoughts or 
literally thinking about what. I don't know if you can go blank in your thinking, but uh, you do rest on the words. Yeah, you rest on the on the reading. Do you feel rested afterwards <laughs> because yes. of having rested before? Yeah, well, that's the thing about the the, the meeting. It, it, at the end of it, and it's finished, you say, "God, that was a lovely hour of relaxation and focus." And I'm looking forward to Sunday, to hearing the sermon that goes with this reading, and maybe it's very different to what we've discussed. Uh, the priest may have a, a link to something else, uh, which which opens it up for people. But it doesn't matter. You're there having a thought about this reading and the, the words of our Lord coming back to us. And it, it just is more meaningful on the Sunday. Paul, some people say as well that the last step of the Lectio Divina type of prayer that you're doing in the group is the action. So I guess this prayer moves you to, to live in a certain way. Do you feel that this moment of prayer has an impact on your actions throughout the week? Um, I suppose I'm like any human. Uh, <laughs> I make mistakes, I fall down. The one thing I've, I've, I've learned from the Bible is to get up again. Uh, and that's the most important bit. Look, we're all trying to be better. That is the truth. Every one of us are struggling to be better. And we can be struggling with our fate as well. But this is a way to share it with other people. Uh, it's a way to, it does give, help you. To give you strength as well. Yeah, to give you strength, yeah. Look, the more time you spend talking about our Lord, the more time uh, you, you don't spend your time thinking about other things. And you know what? That's really nice. And, and I, I, I've always felt it hard to pray. And I've always looked for better ways to pray. And this is one format which I'm enjoying. And I can't see an end to it at the moment because I'm just enjoying it. And I feel it gives me, it makes me a better person. It makes me better understand and want to talk more with Christ. When you're alone, that's a hard time to talk to God. I, I often feel for the monks that have spent years meditating and reading, they must be very special because it's very hard. You feel you get closer and closer. I, I tell you this much, I believe uh, Father Martin is very close to our Lord. He talks all the time. And that's really inspiring for me. Uh, it's also inspiring when you hear other people talk for the same reason. You, you see, they have a closeness to God uh, and God is touching their heart. And that's very important for everybody to see the reflection of uh, our Lord in other people. You realize that you're not alone as well, that there is other people that yeah. find life difficult and that uh, try and pray and that get strength from that and helps it helps us to see that. Uh, Paul, tell us a little bit about the age of the people that are going. Do you need to be of a certain age? To, is it men? Is it women? Is it children? Is it adults? What kind of, who and who can be part of that group? Well, I would, I would say that anybody could be part of the group, but we don't have any children there. And it might be because uh, it, 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 it may be a little bit harder for children. But adults of different age groups, you have, you have one or two young people, you have a mixture of men and women. Uh, I'd say it's more women than men at this stage. 
but there are four or five men there. Uh, and age group, yes, I think because of the Catholic faith uh, being strong among the elderly, there's a, a there can be an older group, but it's not necessary. I'd, I'd love to see younger people there because I'd love to hear their perspective. And they have a lot to share with us. If someone wasn't sure if this is for them or not, can they try? Can they go? Do they have to commit to the group? Do they have to? Or can they just go one time and then not? And how does that work? Well, firstly, not everybody turns up at every meeting because it doesn't. The, the hour might be robbed for something else. So that's fine. You don't have to turn up. If you want to uh, understand it, come along. Ah, anybody is welcome. And it'd be nice just to, even if you go for the first time, just to sit and listen. You don't have to say anything. Sit and listen and see if it's for you. What do people need to do to join it? Well, they can contact the parish centre, our Father Martin, our Father John, and just say, I'd like to attend. That's all they have to do. They'll be asked for their email address and they'll be sent an invitation and a link to it. You do need to have Zoom because when you get the link, you just click on it and it opens up and the person that's running the meeting will invite you in and all of a sudden your camera comes on and you're there. You were saying that the readings are sent in advance. So you, do you need a Bible? Do you, have, do you need to have a Bible no. at home? No, no, you don't need anything other than your own presence. You will be emailed the reading for the coming Sunday. Uh, you can open it up and read it before it comes. And that's all you need to do. You don't even need to put any thought into it. You could sit there and absorb. And I'd be very surprised that some, I, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody came for a week or two and didn't say anything, but I'd be very surprised that somebody would come for a week or two and then, know, and, and then don't want to because you feel you, I think the Lord touches you. I think you feel there's a need to express We all have a need to express ourselves. And it's lovely to have people who, there's no judgment here. There's no, you don't have, you can be anybody. You just be yourself is, is what you're there for. Uh, and uh, once you're there and you're listening, if it's for you, you'll know fairly quickly. Paul, you obviously love uh, this group. You, we, can, we can tell by the joy in your words and by your enthusiasm, how much you enjoy uh, these meetings. And hopefully this podcast uh, will, will help someone that is thinking about joining it or that wants to try this type of prayer at home as well. But I just wanted to thank you for your testimony uh, and for being here to share with us uh, all about your experience and this group. Thank you very much, Paul. You're very welcome, and I certainly look forward to seeing new people come along, and they'll be so welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Parich. We hope that you enjoyed this podcast. If you would like more information on the activities that were discussed in this episode, please visit our website, www.stjohnsclontarf.ie. We look forward to meeting with you again. Until then, may God hold you in his hand.